what do you think is the most important rule of communication ken daddy will be talking about the rules of communication but we want to hear from you what do you think is the most important one my sister is one of the most hilarious people i ever met flavia is saying be careful with your words now is that a warning <laughs> or it is a rule to be careful with words it's a rule it is a rule but it's true we gotta be careful with our words especially in this day and age where everything is recorded uh not only recorded because minds are recorded online we gotta be careful with our words thank you so much uh for that uh flavia that's awesome that's awesome amanda well i don't know who this is ochucks it's a cool nickname <laughs> but ochucks he has he has stolen my thunder that was what i thought was the most important rule of of communication listening so well done <laughs> I found a quote by mm-hmm. Lao Tzu that says silence is a source of great strength. Silence is a and source I, of great strength. Mm, interesting. In order to communicate, I was reading an article today by Forbes, the top 5 rules of communication, and that I think that summed it up in order to communicate you actually have to know your audience and know like the best time to communicate and like how to communicate so in order to know that information you have to listen to them you have to know who they are you have to understand them and this is listening not just listening as i'm as i'm preparing my response but listening mm. to actually understand listening to value and hear asking questions to listen and then after i understand i can present something that they will actually want to listen to mm, mm, mm. thank you so much roy roy if you want to you can actually call in and explain to us we don't want to assume what you are saying <laughs> but if you'd like to you can actually call in but i i guess i understand what you are saying in the sense that sometimes we 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 hear people and we just can't wait for them to be quiet so we can express to them exactly what we were saying before they started talking guys i have a chooks right now live on the show a chooks i'll cut this music so we can hear you perfectly What exactly did you mean by hearing versus listening? Um thanks guys. Thank you so much. So I love what Amanda was saying and I just wanted mm. to build up on what she was saying and saying listening also involves observing the person as they express themselves. Mm. Because mostly sometimes people talk and their facial expressions, their body language also help communicate what they are saying. If someone is angry but they are laughing, could be they are hiding some pain could be they are trying to control emotions so mm-hmm. as much as you are um listening or paying attention to what someone is trying to communicate um listening to them also involves looking at their body languages looking at how they expressing their words the intonation of the words are there emphasis in the words are there mm-hmm. um relaxation in some words and then uh, as opposed to hearing hearing is as amanda aptly put it hearing is mm. just waiting for your turn to talk you just want them to finish so that you can talk immediately that's um that's what i can add in amen amen thank you so much roy thank you, thank you so much 
Roy for that. That's that's awesome. That's 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 awesome stuff. Thank you, thank you so much. I think yeah. I don't know if that's what Kendall was referring to when he said that is biblical. That is David, biblical. David, it's here. Yep. It's here, Lucy said. I read somewhere that it's better to be silent and be thought a fool than to speak and remove doubt. <laughs> that's what Ken <laughs> Daddy is saying, oh. as Proverbs puts it. <laughs> Leave them doubting. Let them doubt. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't prove them right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, uh, Frankie, thank you so much for what you're doing. I can see when you actually share. Joshua says, The heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. Where are your answers? Yeah. I think that's where they get it from when they say, Think twice. Yes, Amanda. Oh, I just like that word. I mean, the vivid picture that God gives us all the time in the Bible, but the wicked gushes evil. The mouth of the wicked gushes evil. That's just a crazy picture. <laughs> I know. It's like a, it's like a waterfall. <laughs> mm. It's like a waterfall. Don't be quick with your words. Don't be quick with your words. Mm. This is awesome. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for your thoughts. There's a new the song you're listening to is New Day by Danny Gohi. I did not sing that song. I did not sing that song. Someone else did. <laughs> Amanda, do you have uh, do you have a story of uh, how words were, were, were muttered so much maybe in your life? I'm going to share with you a story uh, that uh, really I keep remembering each time I think about words, uh, the fact that they matter. Mm. I was in St. Lawrence. Most of you may know that already. St. Lawrence was is a very tough school, at least at the time when I was in school. They forced us to wear white socks. Um, and by the time I say forced, it was really forced us to wear white socks. We had to carry an ID in our pocket. I still have my national ID in my pocket until today. <laughs> I move around with my ID because I just don't know what, who may ask for it. And uh, we had to have tissue in our, in our pockets. All the time, because when you're going to sit down, you have to wipe the table. We're going to sit. We used to have cream trousers as a school uniform, but there was this one guy who who was caught doing something funny by the head teacher. We had a, a very strict head teacher, extremely strict. And uh, so the guy finds him in a very funny spot. I don't know what he was doing, and uh, he asks him the question, "What should I do to you?" <laughs> What should I do to you? Never decide your own punishment. And the guy boldly answered, <laughs> he boldly answered, I cannot judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Just know, he was expelled the same day. He, he, his expulsion was right on the line and he just pushed it over the cliff. Right there and then. I think he thought he was being wise by quoting a famous proverb. I can't get the book by its cover. But that was not the right thing to do. Don't be quick with your words. I think that is one rule of communication. Do not be quick with your words. I think that's what Joshua was referring to uh, when he wrote for us uh, that proverb. The heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. Amanda? When I think of my words, 
I, I think of a sermon I heard on James 4, James 3. Mm. Uh, mm. And he was telling a story about a guy who got all this new stuff. So he wanted to bring his friends to, to check out his new dog and his new truck and whatever else. <laughs> and then they went ice fishing. And so they mm -hmm. cut a hole in the ice. But he said, no, why are you doing that? You just use dynamite. So he got dynamite out and he threw the dynamite. But now the dog, being a very good dog, went to fetch the dynamite. <laughs> and then he, he <laughs> now they're out on the ice, which is like an lake, big area. There's nowhere for them to run and hide. There's nowhere for the dog to go. <sighs> so the dog goes underneath the truck and... He blows up everything new that <laughs> he had. And his point was, your mouth will, will steer your life. So don't let it come back to you and, and you know, bring down your life. <laughs> like the dog came back. <laughs> interesting, hey. interesting. I know. I mean, when you think about it, sometimes you want to take back our words. You wish you could take them back, mm. but that's a different picture of words coming back to you. Uh, literally to bite <laughs> you and just blow you up. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that. Amen. Uh, hey, Amanda. Mm. How, do, how do you read this name? I'm seeing a comment, but the name is SZW35550607879861. Well, that person thinks that being quiet, it's a godly because even Bible in Galatians uh, talks about it as a gift of the soul, being quiet, a quiet spirit, quiet spirit. Mm. It's interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, for that, thank you so much for that. Catching my breath, too afraid to slow it down. I tell myself, keep this up. That God wants more than just my love. But I've been complicating things. It's just like me to overthink. Gotta keep it real simple. Keep it real simple. Bring everything. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Amanda, do you have any thoughts concerning words? and how they matter and then uh, i'm going to ask you to uh, uh you're going to pray and just thank god for this time that we have uh, together i'm going to play for us a song by toby mark i think now you guys are going to beginning to get a hold of uh, some of my favorite artists uh, i'm going to play a song <laughs> by toby mark and then uh, we'll hear from mr ken daddy shortly amanda I was just thinking about James 1. It closes. James mm. chapter 1, verse 26. Those who consider themselves religious and do not keep a tight rein on their tongue deceive themselves, and their religion mm. is worthless. So just that call to assess ourselves. How is our mouth? Because it shows, because out, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it shows what's going on inside, our real faith. So... Just an assessment for us as we go to listening to this song. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for um, all those who have chosen to, to join us and, and just seen the importance of filling our hearts with your word. And may we uh, see the fruit of that as we 
um, interact with our the people around us, that we will um, bring peace and joy um, because of what we've filled our hearts with. And may you give uh, Ken just the words to speak and share with us as we um, listen and assess just where we are at in our hearts and where we are at um, in our faith. And we commit all of this into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Guys, the song I'm going to be playing for you is by Toby Mark that says, Speak Life. Speak Life. And I will challenge you to check on YouTube and find out the video uh, of, this, uh, of this song. I think it's interesting to watch and see the illustrations that he gives there concerning speaking life to other people. I'm going to be posting the words of this song in the comments, uh, the lyrics. I mean, we're not in church. I would have given you the PowerPoint <laughs> to be able to, uh, to sing along. But enjoy the song by Toby Mark. Speak life. Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Broken, live or die So speak life
Mr. Ken, thank you so much for joining us once again. It, it's great to really have you twice. And uh, I know you're going to be continuing from where you stopped uh, the last time you were with us. And thank you so much once again uh, for being here with us. You're welcome. I told you last week how I was raised in a dysfunctional family. Uh, I went to bed with my parents arguing, uh, woke up with my parents arguing. And that when I got married, I determined the best way to keep the peace was not to argue. So whenever I would disagree with Pam, I would just shut up. And interesting, that made Pam even angrier. So if you got your Bibles, Ephesians 4, uh, 4 we're going to look at the four rules of communication. I covered uh, one of them last time. I was with you last week. But as we look at this and, and we look at what communication is, I'm not saying Pam and, Pam and my communication is perfect, but I know it's sure improved over those first few years. And so as we look at verse 25, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. And the whole idea, the first rule, if you want to write it down, is speak the truth. And also, uh, we need to understand what truth is and what's the difference between truth and pers and our perspectives now growing up i grew up uh, after i received christ and as a young christian as a young leader that i i was in a very uh in churches that were very legalistic and, and so what actually was was my uh my uh, preferences or the preferences of the people was taught as if they were doctrine and so we need to understand what we see and what we hear uh, what we perceive, is that truly biblical or is it just our our uh, personal preferences? And, and, and so that's important to understand what truth are we speaking about? But also it says in Ephesians 4.15 that we're supposed to speak the truth in love. And, and so we, we just don't bomb people, uh, bomb them in their bunkers. Uh, with with uh, all of our words, we need to make sure we speak it with love. But as you go to verse 26, it says, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. And the second rule is to be timely in it, not just to let it go. Because uh, sometimes, and, and what I'm talking about is not just husband and wife relationships. This is parent-child. This is friend-friend. This is co-worker-co-worker. Uh, this is whoever we have relationships with that sometimes we see something, we hear something and, and we just let it go and let it go and let it go. All of a sudden we blow up and we'll talk about that when we get to verse 31, but, but it's because we allowed too much time to take place. And rather than dealing with it quickly, either personally by getting the word, see if it is preference or biblical, or talking to them personally and, and seeing what's happening in their life, that we need to make sure that we, that you and I, as we talk with that person, that we do it as quick as possible. Now, sometimes uh, that we need to make sure we get over the angry stage because sometimes we get angry over something with something our child has done and, and we, we, we want to deal with it right away. But if you deal with them in anger, you're going to deal with them in a the wrong way. But 
as soon as you get your cool, your your place in your mind and your heart, then you can deal with that. Same thing with a spouse, same thing with a friend that we need to do as soon as possible. Don't wait a week, two weeks, five weeks, 10 weeks, a year, because what will happen is what they're doing might become worse. And number two, our attitude might become worse. So we need to deal with it as soon as possible. So first, first rule is speak the truth. Second rule is to be timely. Third rule is is to uh, we already talked about last last week attack the problem not the person attack the problem not the person and accusations accusations build walls but questions opens the doors of the heart and Roy you, you were talking about watching and 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 not not just uh, listening to the words that it yes it's important that we do watch all of their self as their responding but we need to make sure we're asking questions rather than putting them down so the idea of listening is tied in with questions we don't ask questions just to get them to agree that they did wrong we're asking questions to make sure that our perception is right of what we thought we saw of what we thought we heard of what we drew a conclusion from that is truly what they want to project or truly what they were living out. So it is important. It's very important that we ask questions rather than just jump to conclusions and make accusations. So this idea of attacking the problem, not the person. Accusations build walls, but questions open doors of the heart. That we need to make sure that we are asking the right questions as well. And again, not accusation questions, but questions that helps our understanding. Then we come to the fourth rule, and that's learn to act, not react. And that's in 30, 31 and 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. And be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. And so it's important for us to understand that this idea of timeliness ties in with bitterness because if we let it go too long, we become bitter and we do uh, a one of several things. And so the idea here is learn to act, not react. React means to allow the circumstances and the feelings to drive. Reacting means to choose. See, the idea of reacting means that Instead of dealing with it and talking about the truth and deal it with timely, we let it go and let someone else deal with it. Problem is nobody else deals with it, never taken care of, and therefore it gets worse. Reacting means that we attack them. Uh, we make accusations thinking that's going to take care of it, and, and yet it doesn't. All it does is put a mindset into them of what we think of them. And so it's important for us to understand, we need to think of them as God thinks of them. And that means they're sinners saved by grace, needing grace, needing mercy, needing instruction, needing leading. So that's where it comes to act. Act means to choose to, to speak the truth, to, to speak it in love. It means to choose to uh, do it timely, choose to attack the problem, Ch choose to actually, actually ask questions, and as it's already been pointed out, to truly listen and watch 
for the reactions. For us to truly understand what they were thinking, what was the process, so we can either understand what we were thinking was wrong, or if they were truly doing wrong, how we can help them to walk a right path, to get right with God, to get right with man. As we do that, as we learn to act, to choose, then we need to choose to be kind, choose to love one another, choose to be tender-hearted, choose to encourage one another. The idea of of uh, of the the four rules of communication, again, not just for married couples, but for any relationship that we have, we need to use that, use those, think about them as we communicate with one another. In doing so, we will do several things. One, we'll strengthen our relationships. Number two, we will encourage the others that are walking in sin in a proper way to walk in the Lord. Will all people respond to that? No. But more will respond to it when we do it biblically than if we just go off on a, uh, on a blast off of, of words and, and attitudes. You know, as, as already was said by Josh, as the verse he shared, mouth of the wicked gushes evil. Is that what we really want to happen? Is that what we really want our children to hear? Is that really what we want our spouses to hear? Is that what we really want our, our friends to hear? And so the idea here is to, is to choose, to act, to make the choice, to love them enough to speak the truth, to love them enough to do it as soon as possible, to love them enough to ask the questions, to love them enough to, to be kind and encourage and help correct. God will use us his tools. But you know what? That's tools I use to cut and tools I use to shape. If they're not sharp, <laughs> it'll take a long time and it'll ruin the piece I'm working on. But when it's sharp and when we are sharp by the Holy Spirit's leading, then we can be a tool of God not of our self-righteousness, but his righteousness, but a tool from him to encourage, not tear down, to build up and not destroy, to love and not bring to hatred or discord. Four rules of communication. Let's live them out this week. Amen. Amen. <clears throat>